0: Okay, so welcome back to another version of Leadership Trade test.. Talking straight about Leadership Trade. And on today's our our interviewee today. We are so honored. Yes, Steve Dye. Uh Steve Dye is it with the City of Grand Prairie. He's currently the Deputy City City Manager and Chief Operating Officer. Retired, uh, retired chief. Yeah, retired of chief of, chief of police for city of Grand Prairie. And I know he had 35 years of police service, um, just ended in Grand Prairie. Now he's in the uh, city management piece. And we thought it would be a really good opportunity. You know, there's a lot going on in the world right now. Right? right. And, um, I've met and talked with Steve a number of times and I just really like his approach. I know he's known as a, a leader in the community, a leader amongst, police chiefs and I just really want to pick your brain Steve if you're okay with it on you know how do we how do we manage this you know and and kind of hear your perspective on it I think it's really important welcome welcome Steve
1: Well thank you Curtis and Mike for having me on I you look I, I always love talking about leadership and I appreciate what you guys are doing and looking forward to the conversation this evening Good
0: we're, we're glad to have you so so kind of tell us about your your background real quick
1: Yeah, absolutely. I started my police career in 1984 at the Houston Police Department. Uh, Worked for 35 years in a number of positions, patrol, SWAT, narcotics. I was a motorcycle officer, and I didn't start promoting until 20 years into my career. Uh, Never planned on being a chief, never aspired to be a chief. I would have been happy being a a street cop my entire career, but uh, the Lord had other plans for me to serve in a different capacity. Uh, Mm -hmm. I also loved being a chief, but I think you know, uh, guys. I think sometimes that gave me a better perspective as a as a leader at the at the top level of the police department. Having right. done that work on the shop floor for about twenty years, maybe right. that gave me a a very useful perspective in my decision making and leading because I I understood and, and do understand what those officers go through on a daily basis. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, That's it
0: seems the best leaders are the ones that have worked the front line. Trial by fire. Yeah, and have been <laughs> yeah. there. And I'm sure you've seen a lot, Steve, I I bet we could go on for days talking about all the things you've seen, but you know, right now, you know, there's, there's a lot of tension, a lot of stuff going on in the streets, a lot of uh, disruption, unhappiness and that kind of thing. And so I really wanted to get a, you know, as a former police official, give us your thoughts on, you know, how could this be done better? How could, how would you, or how do you, I know you're still engaged in it, um, deal with this kind of thing from a community perspective and a police officer?
1: Well, I think the first thing that people need to realize is, is police departments are not all created equally. You know, when, the disadvantage we have, guys, is we all dress similarly. And, and here's what I mean. If you go to a restaurant tonight and have bad food or bad service, a week from now, when you go to another restaurant, you're not going to equate that previous bad experience with the, the new experience because there's, there are two different restaurants, right?
0: You well, when, your mind.
1: when we have an incident of policing across the country, because we all dress similarly, people immediately stereotype that we have the same training standards, hiring practices, level of accountability and culture. And that's just not true. You know, the other thing that we need to keep in mind, we have almost a million police officers across this country which results in billions of contacts with our citizens every year. Right. Uh, we have very few failures, but when we do have a failure, and we do have them, they're all nationally televised. And then uh, hypocritically, uh, we tend to be stereotyped from some of the very groups that wish for us not to stereotype them. So I think we it right. all starts with building relationships in the community, and uh, and I really want to talk a little bit more about that.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. I, I know, I'd Love to hear. you that. know, having some familiarity with what you've done in Grand Prairie, I know you have a lot of community reach out and that kind of thing. Can you tell us some of that? Yeah,
1: so, so, hey guys, I worked most of my 20 year career on the streets in minority communities. And I can tell you firsthand, the folks in those communities didn't care what color I was and I didn't care what color they were. Uh, I was trying to help them with quality of life and they appreciated it. We, we, we respected our different cultures and celebrated those, but we didn't use them to divide us. Uh, I wanted them to have the same quality of life of, of any neighborhood of any affluent or socioeconomic level. And I can tell you firsthand, there's just as many good people in a poor neighborhood as there is a rich neighborhood. And so I, I learned at an early age that, you know, when you're serving as a police officer, we look at everybody as a, as a human being. Uh, Whether we're having to use force against them or we're just having a nice community policing encounter, uh, we're all created equal in the eyes of God. And we need to remember that. Uh, Everybody deserves the same opportunities, the same level of respect. You know, I always tell my officers, if we have to use force, uh, make it very, uh, very quick. uh, And then let's get right back to treating that person with dignity and respect, even if they've made bad choices. So... I think it all starts with building relationships. I always said relationships lead to trust and trust leads to tolerance. So, you know, fast forward, uh, I'm the chief of police in Grand Prairie and I have a very diverse city, but we're not having the riots or protest uh, by the grace of God that other cities are seeing. And I'll tell you why, In in my opinion, we really have a culture of treating everybody with that same level of dignity and respect. We're not perfect. But we want to we build equity every interaction, every day. And so when we do have a potentially controversial situation, they know us as people. They know right. where our hearts lie. And that's through the everyday conversations and contacts with our community. You know, I tell folks that traffic stop matters because when you stop somebody on a traffic stop, they may not encounter another Grand Prairie police officer for eight or ten years, yeah,
0: exactly. so we're
1: all going to be largely based on your one contact with them. So let's make let's take advantage of that opportunity. Let's treat people as we would want to be treated, and as we would want our family members to be treated.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right. That's so critical, Steve. Talking about leaders, it really all starts with with relationships. And yeah. I, I, I think you hit it, it's, it's, the relationship is built through the conversation and through the contact, right, through those, through those touch points. Yeah,
1: and I think what happens, Curtis, is over time in policing, we see so much negativity, so many traumatic events. People generally call us when they're in a, a moment of crisis or having a problem. Right. So it, it's very easy for officers to become cynical. So we, set, we spend an equal amount of time on health and resiliency, you know, in terms of physical fitness, uh, emotional fitness, spiritual fitness, and, and even financial fitness, you know, teaching our officers how to manage their finances. We want to try to make sure that they're involved in self care and that they take care of themselves in holistically so that they can best serve the public. If, if they're, if they're tired, if they're having problems at home with their marriage, if they can't pay their bills, if they're not connected spiritually to some set of, of good values, then it's going to show in their level of service, and and it's my job uh, as chief and now uh, Chief Sesney's job as a leader to make sure that we maintain that that good culture and that healthy environment where these officers are whole and healthy, but also very important that they feel supported and appreciated. Um, you know, if they did the job the best they could, the right way, then we need to stand behind them so they can go out every day and know, hey. If I go out here and do the right thing for the right reasons, even if something occurs, I know that my department and my city is going to stand behind me if I made the right choice based on our organizational values. Yeah. So
0: I think that's so interesting because we talk a lot about just leaders in general need to really have mindfulness, being able to center, being able to get themselves, you know, off of the emotional roller coaster. Well, I can't imagine the morale of a police officer when you're, you know, seeing things on, on television and you're hearing about the stuff that's going on, that's gotta be just draining. Cause like you said, you, yeah. you put the uniform on, right? So you're a representation of what, what some of this ire is about. Right. And so, you know, focusing on that morale is so important. And I also like what you said about, you know, they have to know you before the escalated incident. So the more you can get that relationship built, yeah. those touch points, that's so key. Well, you
1: guys, you're touching on some great points. Let me tell you, morale was the most important part of my job, in my opinion. Morale Mm -hmm. equals productivity. It equals uh, service to the citizens. And how I treat my (laughs) officers is how they're going to treat the public. So, you know, I always tell uh, younger chiefs that were coming up, I said, hey, the one thing that I want you to bring in every day to be a great leader that costs you nothing is enthusiasm. You're going to step out of your Tahoe and you may be tired from an 80 hour week and, and you may not feel like talking to anybody, but, but when you encounter an employee, that may be the only time you see them for three or four months. Bring mm-hmm. enthusiasm, bring energy, bring passion, care about them, know what's going on in their lives the best you can, ask them how they're doing. That's going to translate into the level of service that they give our citizens. Wow. Wow. that was a great
0: first part I'm telling you that there's just so much information he covered and it you know it's there's so many times as leaders we're or when we're doing ours we're talking the same stuff he was talking about as a police chief or as a community leader and you know he got into leading your families and all kinds of stuff so it's really good so stay tuned. Yeah. Right. More more additions. We're going to stay have tuned. a second part coming. Just remember Leadership Trait Talk. You can find us uh, on YouTube or you can find us via your podcast platform. Subscribe and give us feedback, like please. Thanks, thanks, for thanks for joining. Thanks, everybody.